0: Hola amigos, welcome to the A Little Gray and a Lot of Grays podcast. This is your host, Ari. In the last six years, my husband and I have built a million-dollar business from our kitchen table and using social media alongside having two babies, so you can only imagine all the value that we want to give you guys. So in this podcast, you'll hear from business to how to elevate yourself and become 1% better every single day, even some teachings that I've learned being a mother and some social media tactics that nobody will share. So whether it's a conversation with myself or some homies that I get to interview, I hope you enjoy the podcast and let's get into the show. Hey, everyone, welcome back to the podcast. Uh, Today we are talking with a very good friend of mine and Abdul's. He was actually Abdul's best man at our wedding. Um, he is so powerful in who he he is, which is funny because we're kind of going to talk about that. Um, he is, I mean, I think this guy should totally write a book. I'm just going to say future author, uh, a coach, a uh, silent mentor to so many people, including Abdul and I. He is my best friend's husband he is a business partner of ours i mean the list can go on and on and on and i know he has like so many cool things under his sleeve that he can teach and he can go from like mindset to like working out uh specifically and breath and meditation there's just so many things to so many layers to samson and i'm so honored um not only to have you on the podcast today, but just to have you a part of our life, and you and Nicole and Zena, i um, so grateful that you said yes, um, if you want to say hi, and then we'll get into the actual topic of what we're going to talk about, because I think that this is so important for so many people, um, so, hi, Samson Zeno, <laughs> <laughs> It's funny,
1: because I feel like it's so formal, but... Yeah. Um, (laughs) what's going on uh this is so weird to me because we would normally have this conversation regardless um, right to be here i'm grateful to be able to serve um not just you but um, your community um great grace. so i'm excited to be here i'm excited to give so yeah like let's do it
0: okay so today i mean i i let me let me uh create some some, uh, like a storyline because I, I've seen, and you have also witnessed like our levels of growth. And I've also, uh, you know, we, you lived with us for a little bit, roommates. I forgot to say that.
1: <laughs> I, thank you guys. I literally thanked you guys like last week or two weeks ago for that, for that time in my life. Yeah. You guys are probably tired of me thanking you, but
0: no, I'll take it. If the soul calls you to say, thank you. I'll take it. Um, So today we're specifically going to talk about something that I've actually seen you post um, probably for the last year or two years um, in your Instagram. And even for me, I think this conversation is going to, I think most of my podcasts are usually just for me. And then I Oh, and Analia is here too. Um, <laughs> most of my podcasts, it's usually people that I—I'm so grateful that I can actually learn from, and then I use this vehicle to, you know, spread the message. But today we're going to talk about being—I'm going to—I'm going to butcher this—unfuckwithable. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> this episode is going to have a little—a little—censored uh, check. Uh, yep we're gonna use that word so so first of all what what does it mean and why is it so important to have a state of mind like that and like for you what what why yeah.
1: um so it's funny i was reading a book um by vision lakiani uh and i can't ah re- uh, what is it the buddha and the badass that was the book and um i remember getting to that chapter and obviously uh you know the f word is something that catches your attention but it was like being unfuckwithable and at first my mind went to like from as a man like okay if i'm unfuckwithable like i'm tough you can't fuck with me but then it didn't really you know then this was this happened in a matter of seconds it didn't really feel right because it's almost coming from a place of defense right so i dove deeper into the chapter <clears throat> I realized, holy crap, this is deeper than that. Um, and for me, just through my experience over when I read that book and put it into practice, it means truly being at peace, mm-hmm. uh, true acceptance with who I am and what is. Um, and I think that gives you well, that gave me the ability and the opportunity to not be so caught up in what I can't control. And that involves what people feel about me, what they say, how they react to how I express myself in that moment. So, um, yeah, you know, that was that's being unfuckwithable. But then the moment, like, I, again, digging deeper into that chapter and really, like, putting into practice, I realized how fuckwithable I was. Because mm. after so much work I've done on myself, you know, so much deep work, you know, the mindset work, the spiritual work the, you know, and I feel like I'm even tapping into a different layer of just ultimate expression, ultimate unfuck with ability, you know? Um, so, you know, like how was I, how was I fuck withable? Um, and to be quite honest, not to like really go deep into like my past on this episode and stuff, but, uh, I just wasn't at peace mm. and
0: how did you know you weren't at peace? Because I feel like we mm. can operate like we're at peace, but yeah. how did you know that? That sorry to interrupt you, but
1: that's a great question. So my mm. personal opinion is it's not about being at peace. Like you see like a guru meditating mm-hmm. right? or like nothing is happening. Right. You know, nothing unpeaceful is happening it's not faking peace. It's truly being at peace with what is happening, like period. Um, And that changes. So it's also being at peace with change, being at peace with transition, being at peace with things that you can't control. So how did I know I wasn't at peace? How I was going to sleep. Mm. Um, I felt like I was at war with myself. Um, And that, that involved a lot of, Almost putting other people's needs before mine, putting other people's, like how they felt before mine. Um, I literally was last on the list. Mm -hmm. And then I realized I was giving from that place, right? I, I was being a husband from that place. I was being a father from that place. I was being a friend. I was being a coach. I was being a leader from that place. How else did it affect me? How else was I? Fuck with the bull? Not being at peace, I mean, affect affected my confidence. You know, I I remember I would seek to share something, but I will literally like I <laughs> for lack of a better word, I will like pussyfoot mm. and not share it because of how it's gonna be received. Okay. Right? Um, I was highly reactive. So I consider myself someone who is poised. Mm-hmm. And can, can really be calm, but there was that season in my life where I was reactive. So I knew that there was a layer or there was something that I was still holding on to that wasn't serving me, something that in a sense was disturbing my peace, mm-hmm. right? Um, that also had me playing victim. I literally felt like a human ping pong ball, mm. right? No, no sense of groundedness or stability. So for me, I really went in this journey, this uh, journey again, um, of what it's like to be unfuckwithable. Right. Um, so that involved really diving deep into what it's like to trust how I feel.
0: Okay. So once you, it's funny that you're. It's funny that this whole conversation is happening because, um, I think yesterday I was reading a book. I can't remember if it was from my book, but whatever. The the what I do remember is that, um, you know, you just mentioned when, when you're highly reactive, most of the time we don't ask why. Right. Uh, Because we're so used to that program until we can come out of the program and we can actually see it and we can ask why and then getting into the layer. So it sounds like the conversation is like, you know, uh, of, of being unfuckwithable is getting down to the layers and stripping the layers and asking yourself, why, why am I getting triggered? Because I'm not getting attention. Why am I, why do, why is, you know, why is it bothering me to not get attention? Because, you know, whatever, it can be a different, different things for different people. Um, so what, so, and, and then another thing that I do want to say is like most people, like when we say, cause I, for me, I didn't know what it meant to, to, think or understand or read who we really are you know it was kind of like well i'm (laughs) it was very surface yes you know what i'm saying like it's hard to grasp that because all we know is our identity and our personality and so can we just go into that what who we really are i think it's like gosh that could probably be another i mean
1: yeah that i don't i don't think that that ever ends and it's funny because my biggest life's intention. um, And again, if you want to talk about purpose is to help people recognize their own power, connect them to who they are. And as you were speaking, um, I remember, I remember like, okay, what made me fuck withable? Like what made me reactive? What made me second guess myself? What made me doubt myself? What made me, you know, be stressed in certain situations? What made me Focus on certain things I couldn't control. What made me fragmented? Mm. Uh, and I felt like it's because I, have, I didn't really meet myself. Right. I met the idea, right? I met the idea of who I thought I was based on how I was influenced growing up.
0: Mm.
1: So there was these layers that I felt like represented my ego's way of protecting my identity based on how I related to the world and how the world related to me and made me feel safe in a certain way. But then what I considered safe at that time wasn't serving me.
0: Mm.
1: Right. Just like you said, like, you know, you, you mentioned, um, we could be reactive and we don't know. And if it keeps happening again, well, there's a possibility that we're getting a payoff from it. Like we feel safe doing it Mm. because we're getting something from it. So for me, it got to a point where the price I was paying was higher than the payoff I was getting. Yeah. It started to affect um, the dynamic of my relationships and not so much to where I was expressing it in a un, 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 in an unhealthy way outwardly something I got very good at was punishing myself inwardly mm. so people wouldn't know like and because I didn't want to hurt anyone I would take the hurt right right so I realized a lot of this I and I would do because I I didn't truly meet myself I didn't truly meet my needs, I didn't even know at that point, like what I, I knew, but I wasn't confident in actually like wanting to know that this is what I want. This is who I am. This is how I want to show up. This is how I'll, I want to express myself because I was so fuck with to a point where I would, I would literally like my heart rate would increase when it came to, Oh, if I post this, what are they going to think? Mm. And I've done it many times. I would share something and then delete it right away mm. because I was afraid, right? I didn't feel worthy. My, mm. I didn't feel my words or my expression was worthy enough to be expressed because it's like, oh, well, how you feel matters more than how I feel.
0: Right. Yeah, that's
1: right. So these layers, I feel... Um, and again, I don't, I don't, I don't know if it ever ends. I don't know if they ever ends. Cause I, I just think there's so much depth to us as human beings, um, if we're willing to go there, but, um, what, what has triggered the journey through my layers has just been when I, when I feel limited, mm. right. When I feel trapped in a sense, when I don't feel free in a certain area of my life, like there's an, there's an alarm that goes off, you know, and I've been fortunate enough to not wait until it manifests physically.
0: Mm -hmm.
1: You know, for me, like it's so loud because again, I, it's on my heart. I don't sleep peacefully. Like it it weighs, it weighs me down energetically. Right. Um, I don't feel like doing anything. Right. So for those who are listening, if you're curious as to like, okay, how do we get, Mm-hmm. under these layers, <clears throat> the first thing is to meet the layer that you're at right now. Right. right. What layer are you currently in? And I think that's, that's, that's one of the biggest things. Like we want to jump to step 100, but we haven't even taken the first step yet. So like meet the layer that you're at. And one thing that I've, I've, I've found at first, and this was years ago when I started working on myself was that there was a fear around meeting what I was going to find if I really opened that door. Yeah. <clears throat> and I opened the door and then I realized, okay. And I felt safe in my own darkness.
0: Mm, that's, that's it right there.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: That, that, that alone is scary. If, uh, if you're truly not ready <laughs> and, uh, and this conversation is that kind of thing too. And, and then how do you know if you're ready i mean there's been times even for me where i'm like i'm ready i'm ready and then i get triggered i'm like i'm not ready but that's actually my sign to okay why am i feeling why am i feeling a certain way and i'm just thinking about like you know there's, you said there's so many layers to, to, the, to the human beings. It's it's so true. We have so many layers. And there's also a lot of different people who are not meant, you know, not meant to true. shed the layers. It's not what their soul came to do. And it's okay. Um, and it's also a really beautiful thing. Both. I mean, I, I'm not here to judge because I can't call somebody's sole purpose that that's not who who I am um but something that's such a what a blessing it is to wake up every day and discover new layers and then peel more and more layers like an onion yes um and then so it's fun as you're speaking it it makes sense what what it means to you to be unfuckwithable um so now that you've learned and unlearned who you have you know you thought you were and now you know who you are and i'm sure there's even more because things there's are more. Gonna come up it's such an evolution there's so much more yeah so much more um so for a newer person right like what does that even look like yes getting out of autopilot like what the What does even autopilot mean? I mean,
1: yeah. So, well, autopilot. I mean, I think it's pretty self-explanatory. Is when you when you do things without conscious control. Like it's like you're. It's like you ever jump in the car, and then you're driving somewhere, and then you forget you're driving, and then you end up at your destination. Mm -hmm. It's kind of like your body has adapted to. That route so many times that it takes control and can do it. Yeah. Right. So <clears throat> now imagine that same exact example in certain ways of being. Mm-hmm. Right. So if we're talking about being fuck withable for a new person, um, and a mentor shared this with me and I've held on to it and I've reshared mm-hmm. it. And it, it said that the biggest step is just being aware.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: I think it's the most powerful thing because we can't change what we don't know. Right. So, or we can't change what we're not aware of. So it's being aware. So I, I just always it's like pay attention, and yeah. don't be like like a like a, a, a helicopter person. Like like you're always paying attention because then that's not it's not fun. Mm-hmm. But just pay attention, right? Mm-hmm. And it's just looking. Like if you notice things are happening more than usual, that's interesting.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: If you notice that. <clears throat> certain people certain things your children your partner right certain events certain moments trigger you that's interesting mm-hmm. right it does and i think for us is we're looking so fast to judge it and make it mean something right instead of just actually being with wait what is that and why mm. so step 1 is being aware step 2 is why yeah so and my thing is and I can give examples here it's like you know kind of like and I feel people a lot of people can relate to this so like being fuck withable. it could be like you trying to be like somebody else Yeah. so invested in being a second rate version of somebody else that you're not being a first rate version of you mm. lacking self confidence and esteem giving your power away so much of that going on triggered by outside circumstances
0: yeah
1: and then I mean just the conversation of being triggered, we can have for days. Um, I was actually going to share something that I'm still going to share. So you can hold me accountable to this, but uh, triggers are, are, are amazing. Mm-hmm. I once heard that, you know, how we say you're pushing my buttons. Well, you can't push a button that does, that's not there. So it's not that somebody pushed your button. It's that why is the button there in the first place? So you're going trigger or you're triggered by something. That's, that is so much feedback to go towards that because that is supporting you in exercising the demons that exist. Yep. Right? Being fragmented, settling for less than you deserve. How many of us do that? Wow. Complaining, right? Feeling unworthy and not enough. Focusing on what you can't control. Being a victim, like legit being in a place where you feel like you're you you, you you're so codependent in a very unhealthy way, mm-hmm. stressed, and not just stress, chronic stress, like constantly living in survival, which is freeze, flight, or fight, reactive, seeking approval or permission from somebody else, or unhealthy. And here's the thing. This can happen on the physical level. It can happen on the emotional level, the mental level. The spiritual level, right? It can happen in all these levels. So, the biggest thing is, I would say, if you notice. Step one: notice it, be aware. Step two: now is why.
0: Mm-hmm. Now,
1: when you're looking for why, don't look for what is wrong. Right. Good point. That's this. That's what we want to do because we think something is wrong. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna reiterate a really good friend, shout out to Monica Zans. She would say that you're not broken. Like yeah. you don't need to be fixed because you're not broken. When you're aware of something though, you're waking up to it. Mm-hmm. So it's like, why? And then that's my favorite question. Why? Literally why is my favorite question? Because it sends you on this journey. Right. I feel like if you, if you're really like, if you have a healthy relationship with that, with that question, you can even ground yourself in the child mind of curiosity. Like, wait, let me go find this. Let me go find this. And then why? Right. And don't make yourself wrong. It's like, there's nothing actually wrong. Mm -hmm. You just learned. We've all learned. It's just learned behavior. We've all learned how, to operate Mm. and that way of being to a point where we've done it so much to where now our bodies, not just our minds, our bodies have now stored it Mm. as, okay, this is safe for me. A recording. Exactly. I was just talking about this with somebody, right? Now, if I ask you a question, right? If I ask you this, like, if I ask you, is alcohol, Safe to an alcoholic, what would you
0: say? No, hell no.
1: <laughs> why the hell would that be safe? Right. But to them, because they're so used to it,
0: mm. because
1: it's an escape, because it's a way for them to avoid what it's what's there. That's what they're using to cope and cover up. That's the bandit they're putting over what's actually going yeah. on. It is so safe for them. That's why they keep going back to it. Right. So if you take that same example, why do we keep going back to trying to be like somebody else? Mm. Or giving our power away or playing victim or focusing on what we can't control or complaining or settling for less. Because we are so used to it and so safe in it that we don't do, we don't know how to do anything else. Mm-hmm. So this keeps us not this is not this just only it doesn't just make us fuck with it, but it keeps us that way. Mm. Right? It keeps us that way. So Yeah. I mean, step one, be aware. Step two, ask why without making yourself wrong. And I would just keep whying. Why, why, why? Step three is that if you can, or when you can, when you get to the core of it, be willing. And this is not as easy as it sounds because it's the reason why we do these. We do this is Mm-hmm. if it was easy, we we would have met it and we would have been with it and we would have let it go a while ago. Right. But step three is once you get to it and this could be something from your past, this could be something, this could be a memory that you don't even know is conscious And because like it is so painful and so hurtful, you found a way to stuff it away. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> if you ever do get there, the willingness and the courage to just be with what you're feeling
0: mm-hmm.
1: is one of the biggest things you can do.
0: Yeah, you can't change it.
1: No, <clears throat> I mean if you look at what keeps us fuck withable, it's just another form of avoidance. Right. Yeah, and, and that's all I was doing. I wasn't at peace because I was avoiding. In my case, meeting myself.
0: Hmm.
1: I. <clears throat> It's funny. My intention is to help people recognize their power.
0: Mm-hmm. I wasn't
1: willing to recognize mine. Yeah. I was so scared of it because I. this is literally what, who am I? Who am I <laughs> like who the hell am i I'm, I'm humble. But someone has told me like, seeing me in this way of being that you're over humble and over, over humility is not healthy. Oh, so I'm like, who am I to have these gifts? Who am I to, to help people, even though I love doing it, but who am I? Right. You know, like, who am I? So for me, that was a way for me, like not being at peace, reacting, all these ways that we stay fuck withable is a way for me to not be with or avoid a truth because I was so caught up in the lie yeah wow yeah yeah I know there's there's like a lot to unpack there, but I mean y- yeah like if you're if you're new, that's what I'd recommend so step three and then step four um and this is what's coming through for me is grace pun intended
0: yeah so funny you say I was literally well, we always do this, literally (laughs) thinking grace as you're speaking. I was like, grace. Oh, Simba's in the episode too, by the way. Hey,
1: Simba. (laughs) Um, Grace and patience. So much grace and patience. And this goes for everyone. Like, it's almost like there's, there could be this idea that it's easier for women to feel graceful this message is for men too men need grace as well grace and patience because we also get to remember or we also get to really realize that it took us it took us some time to learn this behavior that made us fuck withable right? It took us time. We actually, we actually had a few years of practice, right? We had years of practice. So when we go through being aware, seeking why, meeting it, and then, because we may, we don't know what we're going to find, but whatever you do find, literally meeting it, the patience and the grace to be with it is so powerful, is so needed. It's also going to give you the opportunity, right, to, 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 I would say, to realize that as much time as you learn the other side, you get to give yourself not the same amount of time, because in my experience, it doesn't take that long, but some time to learn the other side as well.
0: So um, yeah. Okay, so now that you've discovered what made you <laughs> fuck withable, right? How let's talk about operating um, in the unfuck withable. Yes. <laughs> uh, energy or with or not with. Okay. But
1: yep. How, oh, being unfuck withable. Being unfuck withable. Like? Um. So something I didn't mention what keeps us also fuckwithable is environment what we're surrounded by who we're surrounded by our inner environment right our environment so one thing i learned was um being unfuckwithable, i also i had to learn i had to learn how to meet myself i had to learn how to accept my own power Mm -hmm. And what mattered in that regard, in my personal example, was surrounding myself with people that reflected that acceptance. Mm -hmm. So being unfuckwithable, if you want to talk about continuing the steps, is once you go down and you see why and you're being with it and you give yourself enough grace and patience, the next step is acceptance,
0: Mm
1: -hmm. right? Acceptance, I feel it's so big. Yeah. Sometimes we can be caught up in trying to change the unchangeable. Right. Right. And if you, how many times have you, because of the mind, have you spent so much time in your past or the future? Mm Mm-hmm. And here, again, I don't want to really get cliche, but like that's, it's really true like legit being here, being present, right? Can also teach us how to accept because here is what is. Right. (laughs) It's not what was, it's not what's gonna be, it's what is,
0: Mm -hmm.
1: right? So when we're, and the thing is, as we're probably doing these exercises and you're going down, you know, deep in yourself, all that's happening in the present. So it's like whatever you meet with or whatever comes up, acceptance is the next Mm. is the next thing how do you accept um how i did it was um one i i honestly i i just i learned i had to learn how to be be with myself i had to learn to be with those those deep and dark parts of myself like i said earlier i got comfortable with my own darkness because We're really good at, or I got really good at, let me speak for myself, at projecting only one side of me.
0: Mm. You know,
1: the good side that was gonna be accepted by other people. Right. You know, the you know, the noble side. Yeah. The noble side. But then you can't be whole projecting only one side. Right. So acceptance also made me realize I was both. So being unfuckwithable is truly being. At peace with yourself, all of yourself, though.
0: Mm.
1: Right. So acceptance. Um, this is my definition. This is what I mean by when when people say "be yourself." No, literally. This is what I mean by "be yourself." Like so unfuckwithable that I accept all of me, regardless of how anybody feels about it. Mm-hmm. And this is what began to give me the give me. Well, I would say had me realize and remember my power in how I choose to express it, how I offer it, how I support people. Because and then I realized that even though like it was great, I was only giving people a part of me. Mm -hmm. And the, you know, the other side of me that, you know, that and I would say the the really direct fire aspect of myself that I didn't really like, I didn't have a relationship with me. I I knew and especially in some of my practice and how I showed up to people, it was needed at times, but I was so afraid because I didn't know how it was going to be received.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Right. So it was acceptance of all of us. Um, and then focusing on what you can control. I know we hear that so much. And honestly, yeah. I mean, for me, and you know, like health is a huge priority. So physical health for sure. Like I'm on top of that. Yeah not a hundred percent, but my, my overall goal with that, my overall intention with that is to feel healthy, mm-hmm. which helps me live healthy. Mm-hmm. It's not tied to, you know, and, and it, in a season I could be like, Hey, you know, I want to pursue looking like this or whatever. But as my foundation is I want to feel healthy.
0: Mm-hmm. So
1: that's the first thing. And then that honestly, it bleeds into other areas mm-hmm. mentally emotionally right something I had to accept and get comfortable with and build a relationship with was was my emotions throughout this process of learning how to be unfuckwithable I realized that what what I learned about Samson is is what I learned about myself I go through the waves mm. and I feel all of it I used to judge it yeah. I used to judge it so much. Was like, why am I feeling this now? I should be doing this, or I should be feeling this. And the moment I accepted it, I also learned that it is very temporary.
0: Right. Yeah, because you, so, you can. Right. It
1: Ex- exactly. Mm-hmm. And then it, today, like, if sadness comes, I'm just experiencing sadness. That doesn't mean I am sad. I'm experiencing sadness,
0: mm.
1: right? If if bliss comes, then that comes. If if whatever else comes, then it comes. But my job is to be at peace with what is. That's what I consider unfuckwithable. And I feel when I'm with that, everything else comes. So, talked about physical health, um, environment. Like I really got clear on who I got to like choose to surround myself with the conversations I was having. Right. Um, boundaries. <laughs> yeah. Being unfuckwithable yeah. is learning how to have boundaries.
0: That's, that's something I've learned as well. The last year, big, I didn't even, I thought I had boundaries. <laughs> <laughs> right. I think I did, but it was just uh, indifferent. I don't know circumstances I don't right. know. now that I know myself differently it's like oh dang I just said screw the boundaries because I want to be a good person but yeah no that's well,
1: here, here's here's me. the thing here's the thing though it's like that idea of what we think is a good person are you that a hundred percent of the time
0: right no I don't mm-hmm. no nope.
1: none of us are a hundred percent like we're n- I heard this once oh I just came so I'm gonna I'm going to drop it. It said, we're, we're never not anything. And Oh, we're, and we're never not anything and always not anything. It's Mm -hmm. like, we can't be always something and never not anything. So that's why always, and never just, they're two polarizing words. Mm -hmm. us attached to a way of being. That's kind of like not a reality.
0: Wow. That was good. Wow. It, you got to think about and and
1: wow! <laughs> uh, I read something yesterday. They said constant positivity is also a form of avoidance.
0: Yep, I have read that as
1: well. You know, so it's like it's not about choosing one side. It's about and what's coming through for me right now is being unfuckwithable is is the neutrality.
0: Mm, the balance, the dance.
1: It's the dance. Being at peace with what is because what is always the only thing that, that you actually can, that, that, that always is doing something is change. Mm. (laughs) That's, that's always, that's set in stone. Mm. Change always happens. So it's being at peace with change, being at peace with what's showing up. And for you, I mean, just knowing you, knowing your family, being so close to you, like as a parent, I think this is like it's like a first first row seat. Let's practice that. (laughs) Yep. Because our kids, they're such. There's, I think they are the best example of how to be. Yeah. Um, Them obviously, they don't know how to like really right, right, right tools to contain that but you don't want to contain but it's just a reminder that you're never always one thing one minute they are ecstatic and literally in a split second they are having a tantrum
0: yep it is so true
1: <laughs> and can you be at peace with both
0: Mm-hmm. that's it
1: you know it's it's not easy But I think what has supported me in this journey of of unfuck with ability is making sure I take care of myself It's taking care of myself. Mm -hmm. Right. Again, it's, it's, it's like restoring the energy for you to actually tap into, um, the place Mm -hmm. that actually leads for me, I'm learning is more of the heart than the head Mm -hmm. and then making sure that I am surrounded by that energy. Right environment people like i said um yeah <clears throat> people yeah. places so <clears throat> i'm still in it it's never done um i feel like i'm in a different level of it <clears throat> that is supporting me in truly accepting like all of myself it's it's funny because the moment i started shifting <clears throat> i feel like life was responding right away
0: mm. Which, right away. Yeah, yeah.
1: You know? And and she'll use God will you God will literally use anything <laughs> to get your attention. Mm-hmm. Because everything is essentially God.
0: Mm.
1: So it's used people. <laughs> uh <laughs> physical manifestations of stuff (laughs) that kept my ass down, but I had to get my attention. It's used conversations. It's used moments. It's used a lot. It's used numbers. It's used messages that I could just be driving. And then the moment that I turn my head, it's like this phrase that's like, it was perfect.
0: Yeah. You know, so yeah. You know what I was just thinking? Um, That (laughs) if you don't... If I were just to read, you know, your posts about being unfuckable, I would just think of like this masculine energy of like, this is how I am and this is how it's going to go. And, you know, like that very like direct and um, not, not the slow down, the present, the calm, the healing, like it's very easy to think. And then it's also part of the program, <laughs> the programming that, you know, X, Y, and Z has had in their, their life. So I'm so, I'm so happy that the level of this conversation is, is very deep. Um, and it's also easy to digest for somebody who does know, cause I feel like, you know, some messages come through on Instagram for me and they'll be like, how do you even start working on yourself? Like what yeah. is the first step? Like what? Yeah. And and I, I say the same thing it's awareness and and calm you have to be calm because when you're always like in the rush when you're always go 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 like that you're just trying to catch up to the thing check you right. know check the boxes so if and, and calmness can be very confronting and it can be very um it's for the body it like i mean i remember when i first started meditating i literally I think there was one time I came in the room and I just had these, this, I, I maybe it was anxiety, I don't know, but my body was so scared of going into the calm. Like, I literally got up and I just shook everything out. I think I must have even cried because I went outside to Abdul and I'm like, I can't freaking calm down. Like, I can't, like, this is, it. but that was also my sign to like, okay, we got some layers of, uh, work to do because your nervous system is calling you to, yes. to you know, to calm down. Um, and then another part of it is that some people like calming down or doing meditation is not their go-to. Right. Um. But there are other things, which is like a conversation for later. But you can go on a walk or journal or whatever. There's a lot. Um, Yeah. There's, there's a lot um, of, but I think that's the most important is like, okay, the, the awareness, the awareness is important and that's step one. And I think that um, that is already a big step. If you, you know, I've learned awareness with my, with my kids, I'd be like, oh my God. Okay. Well, and like, you know, I, I've learned and at the same time still learning because things still trigger me. And I'm like, Okay, I could have done things differently, um, but they are the perfect, perfect mirror for us. Oh my gosh. They're not just triggered because they want, you know, cookies, like the triggering that's, that we're well, feeling. They're
1: literally expressing what we probably didn't have the opportunity to because our parents didn't know how to handle that. Yeah. So it's like, there's this freedom they have, even though it's a tantrum, they, they're free in their tantrum. Mm. Kids are literally themselves. (laughs) Yeah. You know? So, um, yeah, I I hear you. Something you were just saying about, I want to just drop this here. And that's, oh my gosh. I think that has been one of my, the biggest benefits for me. I've gotten really comfortable in a great way. Let me just say safe. I've gotten really safe with Mm. and like being able to be with my own silence.
0: Yeah. As a matter of
1: fact, I I need it. Oh yeah. Right. And I think because I've, I've traveled to those places and I met those parts of me that, Mm -hmm. you know, that those dark parts of me. So it's kind of like, oh, the boogeyman isn't there anymore. And I think that's what it is. It's because we've avoided for such a long time. We haven't looked for such a long time. And the story of the boogeyman is the the more you don't look at it, the bigger he gets. Right. So when you look at it, like for what it is, and you actually shine a light on what's really the situation or what was really the event, what was really what caused it all, you realize it's like a little ant and you're like, wait, this whole entire time? Mm -hmm. But can you have the patience? Can you have the grace? Can you have the level of love for yourself to not even judge when you realize what you see? Mm -hmm. Right? Um, So yeah, I mean, um, I hope this conversation gets to really support somebody but um, yeah, for those who are just even curious, like, listen, like, oh, I don't even know where to start. The fact that you're even seeking to work in yourself, mm. you've already won.
0: Yeah. Yep. You know, and it takes I do want to say that it takes like <laughs> it takes awareness every day. Yeah. Because it's very easy to just go back to the patterns of, um you know just the old the old programming the old the recording to play over and over ago, uh, again so um what is your thing that brings you back every day what do you do i don't have to tell us what, you know like no i'll tell
1: you i'll tell you what no. i do
0: okay
1: i had somebody ask me what my ideal day was and i think it was perfect mm um so If you don't know what an ideal day is, ideal day is like, again, for lack of a better word, your perfect day. Like if you literally can like do a list of things every single day, what would they be? And for me, it had to be things to to support what's going to help me feel, right? Like what's going to help me feel, what's going to help me feel and feel and give me the energy to create to keep how I feel consistent. I know yep. that was a lot. Yep. So it's this cycle. Again, it's back to environment. It's like, it's like how can I keep myself in this place mm-hmm. that is, that's almost like giving me energy to get what I feel, which is going to bring more of what I feel. Yep. So I wake up. Um, every day is different. And um, I realize routine is actually really good for me. Mm-hmm. Um, at first I didn't know. Guys, like and give your, you know, like give yourself the patience and this the 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 space to actually experiment and practice. Right. That's that's big. Like I, I that's I mean, I think that's why I, I, I've been able to like really expand mm-hmm. like just what I what I've experienced and what I know and what I've learned is because I just give myself the I just experiment. Mm -hmm. I'm like literally a big kid who just wants to know. And I think that's just how I'm designed. So give yourself Mm -hmm. the space to practice um, and experiment. So for me, um, how I used to follow routines was based on having to do it because someone else said had to do it. It wasn't my choice. Mm -hmm. And then I didn't do routines and I realized how my energy was everywhere.
0: Mm -hmm.
1: Right? There was no... Order, and I don't mean boxed in. No, I don't. I mean there's like there's there's no like yeah there's no order, and I realize that I do need routine. So for me, I wake up. Um, it's literally gratitude prayer, meditation, and or breath work, um, depending on the day. I'll I'll exchange between the two. Um, I don't I don't do it every day, so I'm not gonna be like oh yeah I do it every single day. No, some days I don't wake up on time and I need to get right into it, but this is what I at least do in those days. I give myself maybe five minutes to just breathe. Mm. Be silent.
0: Mm-hmm. Like
1: I give my, I at least have a moment to come into myself. It's like, okay, we're here today. And then mm. I like to get a workout in for me. Like I, I want to get in my body. I, I got to get a workout in. Um, and then I nourish myself, mm-hmm. um, eat well, you feel, you feel well. And then, um, I like to feel some type of nature. It's getting my feet in the ground. If it's honestly seeing a tree, if I'm around some water, it'd be great. Again, it's not every day. Um and then the work, honestly, um that's connected to my purpose is I want to be I, I get to be doing something that day, every day, that is supporting people and recognizing their power mm. in whatever capacity. So I realize that's what fuels me. That's what fills me up. Um And then I feel the people I'm around, you know, like to today, I don't know what day anyone's going to be listening to this, but today we had a men's workout. And for me, that's a, you know, like, it's a, it's a bunch of men. Mm -hmm. And I never had that growing up. I was actually all, I was intimidated by that because I didn't really know how to be myself. Yeah. a man. So like, I was like, wait, no, I can't, I'm not going to go near that. So even talking about this has made me realize just now yeah. that I'm really living this unfuckle with ability because I'm accepting myself as I am, mm-hmm. which is making me feel good, safe and ready to be and commune right mm-hmm. with other men. So we worked out today, but it felt good. It didn't feel like it was healthy,
0: mm-hmm.
1: right? It, it's, it's literally fueling my intention to feel at peace with who I am, so that 's about it. like for me, I have to do something um, like that that stimulating my spiritual practice mm-hmm. um, stimulating my my mental physical and emotional, and then obviously to to put the icing on the cake is being with my family, my family feels me, you know my daughter, my partner like it feels me like so my like just yeah, that's, I think that is my ideal day.
0: That's so good. I was just, there's so many things that I like when you speak, it's just like a light bulb. Cause I was just, even the fact that you, that you uh, mentioned, you know, family, it does, it feels all of us. Mm-hmm. Um, and when we are grounded- Oh
1: my gosh. Then
0: it feels different. Not saying better, it just feels different. And all of from you know your breath and like nature and meditation and movement, for me those things really just down to the ground to feel centered and we operate in that alone. And then what? And then doing that, and then um, the level of awareness that we carry throughout the day, and then the steps that you uh, brought up. I mean it, and it doesn't have to be like you said, it doesn't have to be like homework. Right. Um, because every day as long as you're
1: on this I think planet. We were, were so traumatized by
0: homework. <laughs> uh, yeah. It doesn't have to be homework. But it just you know, it's oh my gosh, that's another episode. <laughs> <laughs> but um it doesn't have to be so perfect. Yes. Um so, so. it just gets to be you Mm. and um i think it's also important to say that when you know you you know your soul Mm. and when you know your soul you're you're very unfuck unfuck (laughs) with because that that's it that's that's what it is that you're operating different and And then you're, you know, uh, and then whatever, there's a ripple effect to that too. So, um, okay, Samson, thank you so much for being on. Where can people find you?
1: Um, Currently, I'm on Instagram. (laughs)
0: Sometimes.
1: (laughs) Uh, (laughs) Right, I'm on now. No, no, that's, it's actually great that you brought that up. I was, that moment was like- Yeah. transition for me. So, um, Samson's underscore strength, you can find me there. Um, Send me a message if this supported you, if you have any questions in regards to next steps or anything that stuck out to you, like for me, um, it's also one of my favorite things to be able to just be in conversation with somebody and, you know, most of the time just listen. Mm. Um, yeah, just to, just to listen. So, Mm. um, thank you, Ari. Um, I'm so grateful for you. I'm so grateful for your family. Um, it's funny. I remember when you started this podcast and it's like, it was such a big deal until you made it not a big deal (laughs) and then like, look where it is today. So, um, so grateful for you. So grateful for this platform and outlet. Um, thank you again for just being who you are, um, for being so selfless, this takes a level of, um, being selfless to just want to support and help people. So, um, yeah. Love you so much. Love the family. Um, yeah. So
0: yeah.